0: I'm Sean
1: and I'm Alex (laughs) and And that's Grayson.
0: Grayson and this is Autism Building the Puzzle
1: one piece at a time.
0: everyone, and welcome back to Autism Building the Puzzle, one piece at a time. I'm Sean, your host, alongside my co-host and wife extraordinaire, Alex. How are you?
1: Hey, babe. I'm doing good. How are you? What an introduction.
0: I'm wonderful. Happy to be back recording another episode for everybody. And, yes. And, uh, yeah, just happy to be uh, alive and having a wonderful day. I yeah. well, woke so, up today. It's a good day. It's half the battle, right? <laughs> So uh, a lot going on. We're going to be talking about setting goals, uh, expectations, and uh, different things like that. I mm-hmm. think it's an important topic, uh, especially for people that are newer in their journey. Um, you know, to kind of temper expectations and, and you know, you know, know what to focus on, how to focus on it, and and things like that. So yeah, uh, but. In our lives, things are crazy. The dogs are all here with us right now while we record.
1: Yeah. They're all we us. We're,
0: we're, we're lucky we're able to calm them down enough to actually record.
1: It only took five tries so, so far, so <laughs> hopefully this one, this one works. We'll this, see.
0: This one will stick, I think. Okay. So, um, but besides that, what's going on with you?
1: Same old doing therapy with Grayson every day now. Just, you know, I'm the therapist and the teacher. Um, so, but he's doing great. Everything's going well with that. Um, he's working really well. We get done really fast, you know, just because we're, it's the same amount of breaks and things like that, but it's just, we get done quick. So we're done usually in about an hour and a half and I've been intertwining the schoolwork with it. So he did tracing yesterday.
0: Nice. Alphabet
1: and all that again. So yeah, it's going good.
0: All right. So we'll, I guess let's get into it. Yep. Um, which one do you want to talk about first? Setting goals or expectations?
1: Uh, expectations.
0: I think that's a good idea. I think that's a good place to start because it all, I think it all starts with what expectations you have um, for, like, I guess, your child and their progress and different things like that. So, I mean, I think the first thing is when you get diagnosed um, or your child gets diagnosed, you have this, you had an expectation of a certain life that you were going to have with your child. Yeah. Like, you had this, like, almost, like, dream state of what it was going to be like to be a parent,
1: mm-hmm.
0: have a child, and, you
1: know, what that in those interactions are going to be like, what you were going to do. Right, exactly. So... And I think when you realize your child has autism, it's kind of a grieving process, as we've spoken about before, as you are thinking about all of those things that may not happen. Um, and I think setting expectations when you are going you know when you have a child on the spectrum um is sometimes is most of the time the wrong thing to do um you can't get your hopes up about things you have to kind of take it day by day and that doesn't mean be negative but you know I've kind of learned my lesson with getting excited when things are starting and thinking like oh we're here where this is going to happen now and then it doesn't happen and like You'll go through it a few times, and then you're not let down, but, yeah, you're disappointed, you know? A couple times we thought Grayson was going to start talking. Um, We actually thought he was going to talk early when he was a baby because he would babble so much. Um, But there were a few times that speech—you can hear him yelling right now, probably. There were a few times that speech has started, and he said a couple words, and then it's, like, every day consistent for, like, three weeks, and then you don't hear them again. So every single time, the first, like, two, three times, we were like, okay, this is definitely starting now. And then no sooner we say it, it all the babbling, it, it, he doesn't say the word again. And it's gone. So I'm kind of, um, I wouldn't say over it, but I'm kind of just like, okay, if it happens, it happens. I don't really think too much about it. Now when I hear him babbling, I'm like, great job talking. I still make a big deal about it, but I don't really sit there like, oh, he's going to start talking now, you know anymore
0: yeah i think you need to throw all like expectations out the door because yeah there's going to be a lot of things that you 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 have no
1: control over it at all yeah and there's (laughs)
0: going to be things like that are going to surprise you things you didn't expect yeah that are going to happen not you know not just like there's going to be a lot of things that you may set an expectation for that won't happen right so it's going to work both ways but Um, I think it's especially hard for people that are those, like, type A, linear thinking type people that, like, okay, this is the goal, this is what we're going to do, you know what I mean? Like, unfortunately, in this world, you don't, you don't really, you you can't really look at things that way, you know what I mean? Because you could take take five steps forward, and then three steps back, and then ten steps forward and 12 steps back right and it's like a giant roller coaster ride so you can't you know i think we've talked about i've i know i've talked about it on some of my episodes that i've done by myself but like you have to really stay like very try to stay even keel like yeah as many bad days as there's gonna be and days that you like look look at the um future and you're like I don't even know what to think I don't know like is there a light at the end of the tunnel I don't think there is like there's just as many good days too so absolutely you know what I mean you have to really try to not get overly excited when things are going well because Mm -hmm. there's going to be setbacks you know it's just how it is
1: yeah and I feel as though like you'll get used to it honestly is because these things are constantly happening all the time and you just become so immune to them and it's funny, I remember the first time meeting our last therapist. Um, and she said, oh, like, he's he's going to talk. And I said, you know, I, I don't know. We thought that a few times. I don't really get, get too excited anymore. She said, no, you have to stay positive. I said, I'm positive. I just, I don't get my hopes up. I, I, you know, I take it day by day. Um, and it was hard for her to understand that because we have had speech a few times starting, like I said. And then it just stops. So that's where we're at with that. And... It's hard for people to understand that sometimes when they're not in it.
0: I think there's a difference between, like, thinking positively that everything's going to work out. Right. In a good way. Right. Versus, like... Reality situation. Yeah, like, I don't need to think, like, any particular one area is going to be, like, for him speaking, for instance. Yeah. Like, I realize he doesn't need to necessarily speak verbally in order to have a happy, successful you know, life. You know what I mean? Or even live independently. So, yeah, like, yeah, I hold, I, I do hope and believe that he can, he can eventually speak, but, like, that's not the end all, the end all for me. You know what right. I mean? I, I, I resign myself to the fact that I know that he's going to end up having a good life at the end of the
1: day. Yeah.
0: Why? Because I just know that all the, you know, all the work we put in and the therapist's, have put in, and Grayson has put in, like, he shows that he can, and he will get there. just going to take a lot of work, and along the way, like, we can't make any type of special expectations, because he's sometimes going to fall short, and sometimes going to exceed them, and just going to get us all frustrated if we focus too much on that, so.
1: Yeah.
0: I think it's more along the lines of, like, are we getting closer to where he wants to be, or where we want him to be?
1: Yeah, and I think the biggest thing, the hardest thing for parents to do is, you know, we have to take ourselves out of the equation. We have to not think about what we want and what time frame we want things to happen in. When the child is ready to do something or is going to do it, they will do it. And if they don't, they don't. Um, And I'm not saying that, you know, there's not things to work on to make progress better. Um, But it's also not your fault if some things have happened or didn't happen in a timely fashion or hit milestones. It's not because you didn't work with them enough or you didn't do certain things. Um, What was going to happen was going to happen. Um, I remember even with, like, Grayson's food challenges, me saying, like, well, maybe if I didn't, like, keep them clean all the time and let them just kind of explore and let them do this, that was going to happen no matter if I did those things or not. Um, So it's hard, I think, for us parents to do that but again it's not about when we want it to happen so I think the sooner that you're able to come with, to terms with that also because you do not have control of half of these situations so would we like Grayson to talk yes did we put him in speech yes have we done therapy since 18 months old yes I mean so where have you really gone wrong with that you know yeah it's,
0: um, it's up to God and the child yeah um, what think when things happen and how they happen and absolutely and everything you know, you're doing a good job as long as you're supporting them in the best way that you can. Yep. You know what I mean? Um, you know, and you can't you can't really get upset about that, so. Yeah. Um, I mean, moving on to, like, setting goals. We, we've got a bunch of questions um, over the time that we've been doing this about uh, a lot of things that relate to goals. So, you know... Uh, a lot of people have asked questions about wh- what do you focus on skill acquisition, academics life skills social skills Like, I mean I think it's every child's very different um, you know you have higher functioning children on the spectrum that may not need help in academics at all or skill building, it may be all social you know what I mean Um, it may be all stuff like that. You may have kids that need assistance with life skills more. So it all really depends on individually. But I do think it's very important to, um, separate your goals, um, and and setting goals in different areas. Um, and I think it's a little different than setting goals for yourself. You know, a lot of times when you're setting goals for yourself, the recommendations are to keep them dated, measurable, everything like that, <clears throat> I don't necessarily think there should be dates on goals no. when you have them with a child that's on the spectrum.
1: No, I don't think so either. I you think just I mean? write down your go- the goals. Don't <clears throat> put a time frame.
0: Yeah, and then this is what we're doing to work on. that. How are we going to get there? These are the different yeah. things we're going to do, the steps we're going to
1: take. Mm-hmm. And I look at it like this, any kind of progress is is awesome. I mean, you know, there's sometimes like the other day I thought, okay, Grayson, I don't know if he's going to get through this whole alphabet of tracing right now without having behavior especially because this is the first time i'm intertwining it with therapy like the schoolwork, and he did great he loved it um so that was enough for me and even if he would have did five letters i would have been satisfied with that for that day and i would have said okay we'll do more tomorrow um because any little bit is is great so and i'm happy with that especially something that's new to him
0: yeah and i think you know varying things up and working on different things is really helpful because it's going to help motivate the child too. If they're just sitting down doing the same thing like the same types of like let's say you're just sitting there doing trials over and over and over again, they're going to get bored a lot, you know what yeah. I mean? So if you can incorporate like other things into that, it's going to help break up yeah all the work you're doing and you're still teaching other things, but you're doing it, you know, fun like so taking even games and toys In in incorporating that into therapy and teaching, you know, social skills like sharing or something by playing with toys in the middle of the therapy session to take a break from a trial, kind of almost as a reinforcer in a way, a little bit. You're still able to, like, teach them skills and different things all at the same time. You know what I mean? Right, yes. So, you know, and you got to work with your BCBA, and that goes back, again, to, like, the whole... how many times have I said, like, make sure you're working with a BCBA mm-hmm. that, like, is open to a lot of different things and isn't just strict with doing yeah. trials and...
1: It's so one thing you, you know need, I mean? like, so. that's top-notch is a good BCBA. Like, our BCBA is fantastic. Um, she knows Grayson. She understands Grayson. He gets along super well with her. She's just great. I love her. Um, I, I talk to her a lot, so... Yeah, it's even more important than the therapist because... Yeah, they set up the
0: tone. Yeah, therapists can come and go. Therapists can and be they t- do. taught how to run the trials and taught how to do teach certain skills. Like, the BCBA is the one that does all that, though. The BCBA is the one that writes all the programs.
1: She decides what you you're know? working on and how to approach things mm. and gives you the things to work on and stuff.
0: Yeah, and that's why you also need to get them involved in, like, your plan, obviously, and what you want to accomplish, like... They should be very receptive to, like, what you want to yes. work on with your child. Yeah. So if there's specific things you want to work on...
1: Speak up and mention that. Yeah.
0: And it, it, listen, it should be an open dialogue, because the BCBA may say, yeah, we should work on that, but we're going to have to teach this skill before right. that skill, because this skill is going to make it a lot easier to teach that other mm-hmm. skill. hmm So, like, and that's fine. As long as there's an open dialogue and you guys talk about it. And they should not get
1: frustrated explaining things to you and stuff um, like
0: that. Oh, yeah, exactly, 100%. 100%. If they do, that's a huge red flag. Oh, yeah. And so you should have goals in a lot of different areas.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't just have all academic goals. Like I said, don't don't uh, put a time frame on them necessarily. Um, Certain skills could take a, a month to teach. Some can take a week to teach, some a day. So it all depends. Yeah. Yeah, so I think, you know, we need to uh, set those undated goals, very open-ended. Be willing to change your plans a lot Mm -hmm. um, in terms of how you're trying to focus and teach those different skills and different things. And definitely vary it up with different areas um, so you can work on a lot of different things. And um, keep... It'll help keep the child engaged as well, as well as yourself, so.
1: Yeah, agreed.
0: You know? Um,
1: Stay organized is the best way. Yeah. Like we said, writing everything down staying organized.
2: Yeah. So you have any other final thoughts before we wrap this one
1: up? No, and if you, like we said, if you don't meet a goal, don't beat yourself up over it, you know? And that was one thing I learned with homeschooling was I kept, like, putting so much pressure on myself in the beginning, like, oh, my God, we have to meet all this, we have to do this, we have to meet all these goals, and they were like, "No, that's not how it works. Like, if he misses one thing, he does not need to repeat the grade." And that's like how I was thinking things, and it's not like that. So it yeah, just applies everywhere. Don't. Yeah, you're
0: kind of going to stress, stress yourself your out. Your own pace, and some things they're going to pick up on really quickly, and some things it's going to take them a while to learn. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It all depends on their, you know, their current skill base, their current go- uh, challenges, and, and that's and even with like like that, neurotypical
1: so. children. That's the one yeah. thing they tell you: you never compare your child to another child. So it's yeah. the same thing.
0: So uh, if you guys have any questions about setting goals, please, uh, or or expectations or anything like that, Mm -hmm. please let us know. We love hearing from you guys. Yes. Um, As always, you can find us at buildingthepuzzle.com. That's where our our pretty much everything lives. So check that out. (laughs) And I guess we'll see you on the next one, guys.
1: Have a great day, guys. For Autism,
0: Building
2: building the the Puzzle, puzzle, one piece piece at at a time. time. I'm Sean.
1: And I'm Alex.
2: Signing off. off. Take care, everybody. Here at Building the Puzzle, we understand how difficult and challenging it can be for parents with autistic children that have communication delays. Well, if you're in New Jersey, you're in luck. The Speech Paradigm has you covered. They're helping children overcome speech challenges all across New Jersey. They offer both telehealth services as well as in-home therapy. Please reach out to them. You can uh, take a look on their website at www.thespeechparadigm.com reach out by phone at 732-203-5268 you can also find them both on facebook and instagram as well at the speech paradigm we are also sponsored by grayson and company uh, making homemade toys they have everything from wooden homemade toys to sensory bins sensory boards all different kinds of toys for your children Uh, they can be reached at grayson-company dot myshopify.com as well as on Facebook and Instagram as well as Etsy. On Etsy, they can be found at Grayson and Company Toys.